0: Visit roberthalf.com today. Time for FFT and 5 as we give you some news and notes and some rookie rankings debates right now. I'm Adam Azer with Jamie Eisenberg. It's Sunday night for us. Hope everybody had a great Mother's Day. Let's get into the news here, Jamie. We got Michael Thomas. He's not 100% yet. And for a guy who's missed so much time over the last two years... It would be nice if uh, if he's, you know, we're fully healthy right now, but that's not the case. He still has a little ways to go to get back. So what do you make of it? He has a few hurdles uh, to clear in his return from the ankle injury.
1: Yeah, not encouraging. You know, uh, we just did our mock draft um, on Tuesday, and I think we're going to review it this week on our podcast. And uh, I took Michael Thomas as my first receiver in the third round. And, you know, um, it was met with a little skepticism, I think, by some of our cohorts um, questioning, you know, if he's, Still so that same guy and I have those same questions myself, you know, but at that point he was, I think about the 15th to 18th receiver, uh, in that range, which is where I have him ranked. And I felt comfortable drafting him then I don't feel as comfortable drafting him now, uh, in that spot. So as long as he gets, you know, to training camp and he's fine, um, I'll probably keep him in that range, but I'll probably drop him, you know, a few spots. Uh, it's in that questionable range of Amari Cooper. Is he going to have, uh, you know, Deshaun Watson for the whole season? Uh, Brandon cooks, is he still going to produce at a high level? Um, Trying to think, other guys in that range uh, behind T. Higgins for me. Um, you know, I some concerns with Chris God when I dropped him a little bit, but you know, the 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 middle of the wide receiver two group, I think is still where Michael Thomas should belong as long as he's trending toward playing in Week One.
0: Okay, let's talk about a couple of rookie running backs and if they're going to be third down backs. Ken Walker for the Seattle Seahawks. Pete Carroll says it'll be wait and see on Ken Walker and whether or not he'll be used as the team's third down back. And Pierre Strong for the Patriots, maybe that will be his role. It's been a very, very valuable role in that Patriots offense. Let's start with Ken Walker. Uh, you know, what, We say this a lot. Just because he didn't do it in college doesn't mean he can't do it at the next level. But he didn't really do it in college, Jamie.
1: Well, he was more involved in the Wake Forest than he was in Michigan State. You know, So that's something to keep an eye on. So he, I, I think he, he, he can do it. I don't know if he's going to ever become a Alvin Kamara type of guy, you know, he's, you know, north of 50 catches consistently, especially in the Seattle offense. But, you know, how much of that was Russell Wilson, how much of that is the is the system? So we'll find out. You know, I, I don't necessarily think of him as a third down back, but I do think that if they are considering him in that role, that's very positive for his long-term future because we know Rashad Penny's on a one-year deal and has a hard time staying healthy. And Chris Carson, you know, we don't know if he's going to play again in 2022 or certainly if he's going to play for the Seahawks. So if he's going to be involved in, in the passing game, that's a positive for Ken Walker. In terms of Pierre Strong, uh, there was an ESPN report that a scout said, I'm looking at it right now, uh, comparing him to James White, Shane Vereen, and Kevin Falk in terms of what his role could be. Now, we know James White, coming off a significant injury, may not be ready to go in week one. This could be why they drafted Pierre Strong. You know, we thought maybe this is indication of 2023 if they move on from Damien Harris and, you know, not necessarily feeling like Ramondre Stevenson's long-term answer. Maybe Strong would have a chance to step into that role, but could be that he's the James White replacement in 2023 or even to start the 2022 campaign. So, this is somebody that I think you look at in, you know, rookie only draft, probably in the maybe the late second, early third round. We know this is a, a viable role for the Patriots. Again, change in coordinator because no Josh McDaniels and, and Mac Jones didn't exactly feature a pass catching guy last year to the level that Tom Brady did. But again, James White got hurt. So, uh, Pierre Strong in PPR could be a, a good late round flyer in redraft leagues. And, you know, if White's not ready to go, uh, could be somebody that maybe gets some value out of the early part of the season. Yeah.
0: James White actually had 12 catches in the first two games of the season. And then he got hurt almost immediately in the third game of the season. But he had 12 catches for uh, 94 yards in two games. Uh, and then, yeah, and then it's easy to forget about that, actually. But I, to follow up on that, we're actually kind of out of time here. But uh, would you draft. You're talking about him in rookie-only drafts. Would you draft Pierre Strong in a 12-team PPR league?
1: Not now, but as we get closer to the season, if the reports on James White remain pessimistic, then absolutely. You know, I I think you can almost marry the two if you want to and play it smart. You know, if people don't draft James White and, or if you have an IR spot and you can stash him, then you you kind of handcuff the two, and you have a potential flex. You know, this Patriots passing game is going to be much different than we saw last year. You know, Devontae Parker, hopefully the tight ends are a little bit more involved. Um, you know Tyquan Thornton. You know it's a different receiving core than that. All
0: right, we got more news for you. I thought we'd get to some rookie rankings debates, but we will do that tomorrow, or rather on Monday, depending on when you're watching or listening. With uh, a special guest joining us for the full length Fantasy Football Today podcast. Thanks so much, everybody. Again, hope you all had a great weekend and a great Mother's Day. Thanks for tuning in to Fantasy Football Today and Five, and we'll talk to you tomorrow.